Welcome back to the CFG Gamecast episode 84, where geeks and nerds and streamers alike get together and we discuss a topic of the week of our choice. You can also watch us on our our website, consfreaksandgeeks.com. And every Monday, this gets pushed out to podcast services uh, of your choosing. And give us a like, a a thumbs up, a follow, a heart, a comment, what have you. uh, And show us some love because we would greatly appreciate appreciate it uh today obviously i'm doing the intro so you know that means davis isn't here so the kids shall play uh i've got got with me two beautiful human beings smitty what have you been up to buddy how have you been uh chilling Good, good. Uh, again, I love, I love that fantastic job filling in for. Uh, it's it's hard to uh, to get that that Davis intro, but you did fantastic. Um, ten out of ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually just finished uh, Spider Man or the main base story, mm-hmm. so I'm glad that was a fantastic game. By the way, I'm excited to go through. I think I am going to try to platinum that. I feel like that's achievable. Plus, I have the DLC and in Morales. Uh, Before Morales, yeah. Like, I'm looking to, like, do it, like, step by step. Because I also have the DLCs as well. Mm -hmm. So, I'll run through all that stuff, too. I just don't want to completely overwhelm myself. I am going to take a minute. Huh? I was like, wait, there's DLCs besides Miles Morales? Oh, I need to Yeah, no, there's DLCs. Yeah, there's, like, three DLCs for Oh, Oh, no. Oh, I thought yeah. I could just, and then I'd be done. Dang it. Well, no. Dust, don't I have to help me now? But you, you liked it. But you liked it? Yeah. 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 No, I, I loved it. I think it was a, a great story and everything. Um, the character, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Negative, you know what I mean? That was a fun character. I got to talk with him. Uh, he was on Land Parties, Stephen O. Young, uh, the actor, who, which... My topic later on about uh, Gotham Knights, he's playing uh, Red Hood in Gotham Ooh. Knights. But um, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was th- that was awesome. And then I finally did it. I'm a man of my word. And we started playing Metal Gear Solid Five on stream. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. we all know how it crushed my soul mm-hmm. after five years realizing that I had only finished the first chapter. So, Love you know, I had, I had to step away from it. <laughs> yeah. I had to step away from it. I couldn't believe it. In I could not. I, thought, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was Great. thinking. But it was, <laughs> I said, oh, it's a chapter two. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Now, I must add. So he thought he beat it. He messaged not just me, but Davis in the middle of the night to say, ha ha, I beat it. And then five minutes later, (laughs) oh, snap. I didn't say snap. Bleep, 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 bleep. Never mind. I owe you $100 for for extra life. And also, (laughs) apparently you were playing last night and Davis watched and he said you were doing horribly. And I was told to tell you. I was not being a very sneaky, sneaky snake. Saying. Look, it was a it was a very long week. I had project like work wise. I had a, a couple of huge projects, so oh, I've been yes, grinding that out. So like, I let loose a little bit uh, yesterday for sure. But overall, it was good, and and I'm excited to get back into that, and um, you know, chill out a little bit this weekend. But I mean, enough enough about me. Let's we got we've got we know that Davis is not here. We've got a special yeah. guest, T Dot. 
Oh, me? Yes, you! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. 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 Oh, thank <laughs> you, my friend. What's I've been doing pretty good, on? pretty good. Tell us a little bit about yourself, dude. Yeah. Um, what is there to say about me? <laughs> uh, I've been working with uh, CFG and Davis for since the beginning. Uh, we used to be together on the CFG podcast when we used to do a podcast about comics. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, now I do random streams from time to time, playing literally random things. About to start up a, a new thing for Final Fantasy XIV, which I got sucked into accidentally because of pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that game has been pretty great. Uh, as far as games lately, uh, Bravely Default as two has been taking up pretty much a lot of my time. Just playing all the different classes, like maxing them out and stuff, trying different Ooh, combinations. Yeah, I, I really love... It's it's pretty much like Final Fantasy, except you get to have uh, two job classes. Oh, and so, okay. and so you have like your main class and the subclass, and then as you go on, you collect more asterisks, as they call them, and you get like more jobs. Oh. It's really cool to like mix and match. It's like... Yeah, I want to be a berserker, but then I have black mage on there, so I can cast spells if I need to be. It's, it's really berserker. Nice. I think Davis Davis is playing uh, bravely default too as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah me I've and him have been going bit. back like, and right. forth with combos and stuff. Like this <laughs> oh. is this is Godspeed Strike that the thief mm. gets. Oh my goodness, damage based off of your speed and just maxing out all everything on speed. It's a good uh, time. Good time. That sounds like that is life. what's up. Well, thank you again uh, for joining us, Hida. We appreciate it. Anytime. And Lex, of course, you. What have you been up to? Uh, how are things going on your end? Uh, you know, I pulled through this week. Uh, <clears throat> we've been playing Made of Skirt. I okay. I'll take it back. I said it wasn't scary. It's scary. Uh, it lulled me into a, a false sense of security. Um, how dare they? Uh, as you guys know, I'm dead on the inside, and horror games is kind of like my release at this point. Uh, you know, I want you to scare me, I want you to make me piss my pants, I want to run out of the room. (laughs) Give it to me. Uh, you know, and it's it's getting there, it's starting to get it. And I'm I'm having some really cool people that I met through the blessed community come in, they're like, Oh, I played this, just you wait. And I love that they're not giving anything away, and I'm like, just you wait what are you talking about what, what oh no you know and it's just uh oh it's great the oh no 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 happened several times to me um <laughs> thankfully my character is kind of wily and he can duck and like dive under stuff too like i can in real life because i'm five feet and i can hide from anybody dang it um so it's that's kind of nice Sorry, Opie made a noise and I got nervous. You okay? Um, she almost choked and died this week, so I'm like panicky every time she eats it. Yeah. Um, but I am fighting off a cold, uh, which I kind of don't mind because it lessens my headaches. But here in Vegas, we've had the most ridiculous weather. It's either like slush coming down from the skies it's 70, it's 20, it's it's windy, it's it's 
it's weird here. I don't know what the heck's happening. I also have a third eye. There we go. Let's put it right there. Um, <laughs> the cat put a hole in my blackout curtains. You like it? You like it? Uh, but yeah. Oh, Jadzia. She finally made it to the top of the curtains in our bedroom uh, last night. Support your animals in all of their endeavors. Um, but yeah, and we got some new bedding. Oh my god, if you're not in my Discord, you're missing out. I got fuzzy bedding, like those, um, uh, I literally have one right here. It's like the dog, the viral dog beds that are like fluffy, like long fur. That's what my bed is. And let me tell you, being sick and running a fever, but being in that is just bliss. It's great. And that's what it I'm It looks super comfortable. It's so comfortable. It looks so comfortable. Smitty, come over. Just lay in my bed. That sounds I know. <laughs> I'm going to bring over to PlayStation. I'm just going to hang out. I'm like, oh, come. just having a good old uh, hangout. Cat can come. Uh, Lincoln can come. Yeah. Play yeah. on the TV downstairs. It'll be a blast. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Nothing too crazy. I just been, I tried to make it through the week. I had to take last night off because like my fever, I could not get it down. And I was like, I'm going to play games. And Dust was like, no, you're not. Go lay down. I'm making you a salad. I'm like, oh, salad. Oh. So he has been he's been taking care of me, which he's 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 the best human. He's my life partner, because if he tries to leave, I'm going to take his life. Yeah. So. Get murdered. But yeah. All right. I think that's enough about us. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, who's going first today? Who is going first today? Was it me? Uh, no, actually, it is T dot. We'll be going first. Okay. I will go first. Let me throw you under the bus. So what is your topic today? Yeah. Please tell us all about it. We'd love to hear about it. All right. So first up, we got Sony buys Evo. And for those who don't know who Evo is, it's Evolution Championship Series. It's a tournament, mainly fighting games, that's been happening throughout the years. Um do you want a five second spill on that? You you want a history lesson or we are good? No, I think yeah, give us yeah, yeah, I would like a little bit of a uh, backstory. All right, teacher like mode. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. All right, so Evolution used to be called Battle by the Bay in the nineties. Started up by four people, uh the Cannon Brothers, uh and uh Mr. Wizard and Seth Killian. And that evolved after after the first three, after Battle of the Bay five, mm-hmm. into what we know now as Evo. It started in the West Coast in California and Santa Monica, and then it moved into Las Vegas, and that's where it's been ever mm-hmm. since. It's like the mecca fighting game tournament for everyone. Uh, fast forward to tw- uh, 2020, there's a little thing called a pandemic. So we can't all meet up there in Las Vegas. So what the plan was, was to have an online tournament. Online tournament was going to have uh, only that. It got knocked down to four games just because a lot of the fighting games now do not have good net code, even though we have Mm -hmm. been stressing that for years. Mm -hmm. That's what's been. That's one of the major things that's been holding back fighting games since. I don't know how it went. Right. And that's why right. MOBAs and shooters and everything else has just been passing it by. Right. right. Anyways, they they got their four games. And before it could even pop off, during the Me Too uh, 
push that was going on, uh, one of the owners, Mr. Wizard, uh, was caught up in some stuff, and so they ended up uh, exiting him out and just canceling the whole event. Right. And so now we're in 2021. Everybody's looking for like what's going to happen, what what's going to happen to Evo, and s- seems like they have decided to partner up with Sony. And so what this is now is leaving a lot of people with questions. It's like, well, we've had fighting games with all different consoles, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. We've either done some with handhelds and, you know, computers and whatnot. And I'm like, well, now that Sony owes it, what's the deal? And that's what the the big talk is right now. Everybody's trying to figure out, is it going to be Sony only is Smash Brothers pretty much dead for this? Like, what's right. going on? See, I I think that, and I I I I feel like it'd be kind of foolish of of Sony to do that. Like to me, I didn't. I guess I didn't take it that way, and I didn't take it or or, or think of it in that sense. Like to me, this is them basically trying to boost up the fighting game community. I think this is a huge partnership. For that, and then again too, like, like you were, we were talking about, the net coding for it has been a problem. I remember my brother, because my brother, you know, what I mean, was huge for a while in Street mm-hmm. Fighter and stuff like that. And you know, what I mean, like just doing online gameplay and stuff like that has been a mess uh, for so for so many. And it's like it's it's hard not to work on that stuff and have something solid, especially being in a situation like we are right now. It's like, dude, you should have already had yourself in place to be yeah. able to smoothly transition. That's something that's blowing my mind. Exactly. As far as, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not just them. Cause you saw it with esports too, where like these people had no plan, like, for online play or being able to do like online tournaments and stuff like that. I would have thought that they were already doing that stuff. And it seems like it was like, like they just got caught with their pants on the ground basically. Yeah. No, I mean, when, when you said Evo, I immediately thought of the whole me too issue that they were having. And I remember we had had a discussion about this prior of even if someone takes over, is this something that has now been tainted too much for people to want to be a part of? Because I know a lot of female mm-hmm. gamers who are very much into that particular market of gaming. And, you know, again, it, it's being a girl in the gaming industry is kind of rough. Like, I mean, I would say just in general, you know, you're always going to have your trolls and you, yeah. you get over that. But it, it's it's also like the micro, the, the microaggression things that people say that slowly eventually get to you. And then we get snappy and it's, oh, well, she's just being a you know what. And it's like, no, like you guys have to understand, like, I've had this person say this to me today. I've had this person say this to me today. And apparently I don't know what I'm doing with my own computer, even though I built it, you know, and it, it's like it's so frustrating. And so. In my head, I was just curious, okay, who's going to buy this out? Who's going to rebrand it and bring it back? I don't – a part of me goes, why Sony? What is Sony's market here? Now, they have been trying to blend in and work with other companies because I think they realized that their market of just, okay, well, it's only on our console and it's only on our system – and we're not going to make it cross-platform. And I think they're starting to slowly open that gate. So I'm curious as to what what further this will 
You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, where is this going? Yeah. Where are they going to yeah. take this? And Sony's not like a stranger to the fighting game community. Oh, absolutely like, not. Like, that's pretty much the reason why Street Fighter V was only on PS5, even though mm-hmm. P- uh, Street Fighter Four was on both PS3 and Xbox right. 360. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they also have their own little uh, fighting circuit with some of their games like Mortal Kombat, like and they show mm-hmm. it on their streams. And so yeah. like they they have always had they have always been supportive of fighting games. So them getting involved is not too surprising. Um, and and then also up to note, uh, I did see that uh, Nintendo did tweet about this. Uh, yeah, just, uh, it was just, like, a general, like, linking to it, like, saying, like, they support it, and also, uh, heads of, uh, gaming companies, like, Harada for Tekken have also tweeted about it, saying, like, yeah, like, they're, they're supporting it, so for right now, it looks like everything's gonna go business as usual, uh, I don't Mm -hmm. know what games are going to be, in uh 2021 yet they haven't made that announcement i'm assuming they're only going to include the ones with improved net code mm-hmm. uh i know that street fighter 5 and tekken have both tried to make strides in their net code while others like soul Calibur and samurai showdown have not made that effort mm-hmm. and smash brothers falls into that latter category as well and so it'll it'll be interesting to see like what they choose to do and yeah. what games they go with. Yeah, and and I think pharmacy makes a strong point here too. Uh, pharmacy in in chess says it goes back to the topic of this generation being about services um, you can offer as a platform platform holder. Uh, be a Game Pass or PS Now, if they can use it to funnel people towards other titles on the platform, don't be surprised. And I think that's a great uh, point to this because right now I kind of feel like Xbox is beaten up on PlayStation. They are making the right moves. They are, you know, gathering and acquiring these different studios and IPs and stuff like that because we know, and I, that's something I've said in the past, that they had, you know, as far as with their community, they just didn't have a lot to offer them gaming wise. I feel like they're making those moves now. So I feel like this is almost, you know, this could be because there's got to be more of a plan in Sony's pocket, I would think, uh, as far as making a purchase and what, you know, it will be interesting seeing moving forward. What is that going to look like? What is Sony going to do and how are they going to try to leverage um, both Evo and the fighting game community what are they going to do? Because there's got to be a plan here, right? Mm-hmm. So this is, I, I think this is like, for the fighting game community, for um, Evo, I think that that is, uh, uh, it's smart. And and like you were saying to what Lex was saying, you know, it, it's hard. That that name is now associated with these, uh, with the sexual misconduct that happened with the dude. So now you're talking about a complete rebranding to, to, you know what I mean? Distance and say, this is not what we are moving forward. I think Sony, you know, they have the resources definitely to be able to, to essentially get past that as right. a, uh, as a as an organization and and you know i think this is a positive mood and i really think this helps out and benefits uh the fgc for sure 
I agree. Yeah, I think, you know, as someone who, you know, unfortunately has been a part of the meaty, the meaty, the meaty, the meaty, the meaty movement, you know, it's, 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 you know, when someone doesn't take it seriously, whether, well, be it like a person or a company in general, it's very frustrating. And I think Sony, if anyone can kind of push past that. Um, you know, and, and I was in the fighting game circuit for quite a while. I played Injustice, like there was no tomorrow. But a lot of the games, unfortunately, have a third round now, and I can't do that. My hands die after that. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I loved Street Fighter. I loved I loved Injustice, and I, I loved those games, and I was pretty darn good at them. So, you know, it, this opens up possibilities, and I think, again, like you kind of it's it's hard to come back from stuff like that but when a big corporation can pick up something like this and rebrand it the likelihood of it jumping back is exponentially higher you know what i mean and i think that's where and i know a lot of people were disappointed i have friends who participated in evo and that was very frustrating for them um so you know hopefully this is something that can and further bring it back to where it was at least or even better than what it was, you know, and give it like a new, a new life essentially. So. Yeah. And it's good to see that fighting games have been making their way in the right direction, especially with uh guilty gear strive with this great net code that I know y'all have talked about a little bit. Are you just spoke a different language. I'm sorry. What's her. <laughs> Sometimes I nod during the podcast. I'm like, I'll take notes. Look this up later. Um, I, 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 and that was one of my notes. Uh, yeah, no, Evo used to happen at the Mandalay Bay every year, and and we would go. It was really fun to watch, and I just, you know, it's been around for a long time, and it's one of those things where when I was little, I was like, man, I'm really good at Street Fighter Two in the arcade. Maybe I can kick somebody's butt, or you know, I still have it for the Sega, like the original, and I loved it. And I thought, oh, one day maybe I could be a gamer. And back then, you know, it was like, no, you're going to be a figure skater and you're going to the Olympics. And I was like, I'm not. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you'll have your, you'll have your bar set way too high for me. It's not happening, guys. Um, but yeah, I I you know I wish them the best. Like again, and and we talked about it before like you know one person tainting the name sucks um and it, it's like you know you build and it's not just one person that built this from the ground up there was a team of people yeah so for one person to ruin what everyone's work had been like that's gotta suck like you do all of this work you take all of this time and money and effort and then bam Someone has to make stupid Dumb. choices, and mm -hmm. it, it, you took everything from everybody. Like, good job, buddy. Yeah. You know, so I wish them the best. Excuse me. I think I, it'll, I think they can good. make that bounce back. Yeah, yeah I, think I think they so can make too. that bounce back. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Good topic. I like that. I'm glad. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we got to talk about that. Smitty, did you want me to go next, or would you like to go, sir? Uh, I believe it's you because yours is pretty spicy. Mine is pretty spicy. Are y'all ready yeah. for this? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't sing any songs. We'll get in trouble. All right. I, I had to take notes. Okay. So, Death Loop. Are you ready? Woo! Because it's coming out, y'all. It's coming out real soon. May twenty first. I hope y'all are ready. It's right after my birthday. Don't forget my birthday. Um, Death Loop. So, it is a multiplayer. 
Yep, you heard me right. It is a multiplayer. Now, how can Deathloop be a multiplayer without being absolutely obnoxious, you may ask? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> so you can play offline where Juliana, who is your nemesis, essentially trying to stop you from ending the Deathloop, correct? Um, and it their, their motto is you die, die, die again. Well, you're trying to take out eight targets i believe seven or eight targets while yeah. juliana is trying to stop you so they haven't quite stated whether or not they will let you know if the person that is navigating juliana is an npc or an actual human being but you have the option of playing her and trying to beat colt now to make it fair colt has three lives and juliana only has one she cannot mess with you when you are not in a target's range. So let's say, you know, your first target that you're going after, you're finding clues and all that, but you're nowhere near him. Juliana cannot come into your map and mess with you. Okay. Um, Juliana will announce herself when she is coming. So she'll start talking trash to you through your radio. Like, I'm going to get you. Kind of like a cat. Oh. They want it to be a cat and mouse game, right? Yeah, But they yeah. want that, anticipa that anticipation of like, uh-oh, here we go. Um, now, is there going to be a countdown from that point? Who knows? But she will lock you in to a map. Now there's an antenna you can go and hack. If you hack that antenna, she then knows your location, but there's not one, but two exits off the map. So you could essentially play an entire game and never see Juliana at all, whether she's NPC or being played by a real person, oh. which I thought was pretty Ooh. cool. Um, she, yeah, you can hack to open the doors. Um, also other NPCs or security guards will alert Juliana and put your location on her HUD, which I thought oh. was hysterical. I was like, oh man, of course. But here's the catch. Let's say at the beginning of your match before, like during breakfast time, because it, it kind of goes through the times of the day, right? Like let's say you kill mm -hmm. Juliana and she reprises back, which is what they call their lives. You mm -hmm. killed her. And if maybe she had already killed you, you kill her and that refills one of your reprises. But I believe that only happens once. So let's say hmm. she 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 uh she didn't done gotcha, right? And you're like, dang it, uh, you have two more lives left. Okay. Well, you happen to sneak up on her and you shoot her, that refills up one of your lives. So now you have three lives again. I don't think that is a forever thing, like because again, she only has one life um after the first one so once you take her out she will come back but she comes back later and they will not tell you when which is interesting so you could kill her at breakfast but she doesn't come back till mid-afternoon or dinner time in like the the sequence of things mm -hmm. um so it's really interesting on how they've got this like going um and then there's just some other things and, and they're not quite sure. So that you can't chat with Juliana. So like, let's say Juliana is a real person. You're not, you are playing online. You cannot, you cannot actually chat with the person at the end of the game. They're deciding whether or not they're going to make chat available. Like, Hey, good game. Um, because again, they don't want to make it toxic. They don't want the cat and mouse game to turn into something 
that essentially Overwatch maybe is kind of turned into with like the trash talking and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but again, like what's really neat is like they've given Colt more advantages than Juliana, but Juliana has certain things that she can do as being a if you're playing her that kind of put you at different at different times you have the advantage over Colt. Um, mm-hmm. They also aren't quite sure if they're going to tell you if she is an NPC or not at the beginning of the game. So some people, it's kind of a vote. So they're they're curious. Like, they want to know what the audience thinks. Like, do you want to know if it's an NPC coming after you while you are trying to do your mission? Missions, because it's multiple. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to know that it is a real life person coming after you? And again, it's cat and mouse. You may never see this character. She may, she may kill you twice. You never saw her coming. Um, you heard her cause she talks trash, which I think is pretty cute. Um, she's just <laughs> kind of snarky and sassy. Um, and it's just, I was so intrigued by this. I, I mean, I know Smitty and I talked about this a bunch because we were both excited for Deathloop. Um, mm-hmm. Even my dad asked me about it recently. He's like, have you heard of this game called Deathloop? I'm like, of course I have. What do you think I do for a living? Um, <laughs> but I thought it was pretty neat. And the like the way she locks you into maps is very interesting. And so it's, it's also then it's like, well, wait, now you're going to have to really learn these map setups and like where you are during certain missions and how to essentially escape her without her seeing you or vice versa you know what i mean and i just thought like all of these really cool things were like super interesting um and there are some things about juliana that they tease about but don't say specifically so i think they're waiting till the game actually comes out to tell us um Mm. about more of what she can do because yes colt will have the upper hand and they want to make that clear that you're if you are playing as colt he does have the upper hand and here's why x y and z but they want to make this a really intriguing game to where because obviously it's the same thing over and over and over again how do you make that not annoying frustrating irritating and just right you know what i mean so and 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 they they've stated that juliana as an npc will have completely different like motives and movements and it it will be every game will essentially be different which is really cool i'm so excited oh my god i want to kill smitty so bad (laughs) (laughs) oh you're good uh do you know if like the levels are randomized or are they like static as in like each house is gonna be like this like if you do another run the like the layout will be the same for each of the eight places but so i don't know about that but i know that like let's say okay you're, let's say you're in the beginning of your hunt for your first mission and you're getting clues, right? So you're getting clues and you happen to be close to the target, but you're not aware of it yet. Juliana mm-hmm. comes onto the playing field, okay? She goes to kill you and you will kill her. And she happens to have gotten the weapon that you may need. You then get her stuff. Ooh. Does that make sense? But if okay. you die... You lose your stuff. Now, I don't know if she gets your items. That has not been clear. Um, But she may know the information you know about your target so that she can set herself up to be where she needs to be to 
possibly mark you before you mark your target starting the right. death loop over. Because her yeah. her whole job is to not lose the death loop, whereas your job is to kill these these victims uh, and then the death loop ends, right? Essentially. Yeah. Um, so they haven't really stated. There may be more articles. I know this one was just specifically about how Juliana is not just an NPC. Um, but you again, you do have the option if you don't want to play with somebody, you don't have to. Um, there is no chat system. I don't think they're going to implement it because, again, they don't want it to become toxic. Uh, where, like, you know, you Juliana kills you and she's talking trash to you at the end um, just to piss you off. And then you're angry and you don't want to play. Um I don't know. And I've tried, I, I try to stay away from too many articles about games that I'm really intrigued about because I don't want like an accidental slip of, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking like a, a spoiler, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they didn't state in this article, but I know, uh, Smitty did post the, the full article. It is very lengthy. I took literal spark notes, um, two pages of spark notes, actually, <laughs> uh, while I was sitting here because I read like the first like three paragraphs and I was like, oh, there must not be too much more. And then I kept scrolling and I was like, oh, my God, this is like four pages worth of information. Um, he's very detailed. I also like Brian, the, the, the guy who did this article. He's He's usually the one that I look for as far as like if I'm really interested in games because he doesn't just write for Game Informer. He writes for a bunch of other um, companies. Uh, they'll buy his articles. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. And oh, man, just imagine getting all of your stuff. You're about to kill the target and Juliana kills you and you lose all of your items. Oh, I would be so pissed. So I'm, I'm yeah. just intrigued. What were you going to say? Yeah. From the from the jump off, this game has piqued my interest. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's one thing to me, especially uh, something that is a, a kind of an indicator, I feel, of a good game is really the mechanics that go into the game and what kind of things, you know, are they going to do that are different and make it stand out and make the experience unique. There are a couple of things I don't know. Like, so, like, if I am... Uh, uh, a person in a lobby and I'm playing it's Julia. Juliana. You yeah. said Juliana. Juliana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you said you get killed. You only have one life. What happens as the player? You know what I mean? That's, that's playing her. Then do they just like have to sit in a lobby or they go into a new lobby or something? So, or, I mean, you technically have two lives. So you have the life you're given when you're, when you pull out into the, into the map. Right. Mm-hmm. And then let's say he loses uh track of his, his cult the person that you're after let's say he loses track of his uh mission and so his target has left the map then i think you go back into like almost like a green room is what i assume oh um Hmm. because you can then or maybe you're able to stalk colt but you can't engage with him kind of scenario Mm -hmm. so if if colt's target is not on in that vicinity juliana cannot engage um, whether that's NPC or player. Um, but if he kills you, you can come back. I think you get like a countdown though. And so you have to wait a certain amount of time before it brings you back. But if you drop, I would assume they would then just pull an NPC for Juliana to then play cult. Like if you got mad that you got murked or whatever, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll just get into another lobby. Um, but you do get another a life 
on top of the one that you already have. So you two, you essentially have two lives where Colt has three. Now, if you kill okay. Colt, it did not state, and I think they did this on purpose, if she can refill her reprise like Colt can. So uh. if Colt get Mercs, right, and he's now down to two lives, and then he sees Juliana as he's about to finish his mission, shoots her, shoots his mission, bada bing, bada boom, he refills his reprise, which is a life. Um mm-hmm. But they, I feel like they purposefully left out if Juliana can do that. So though Colt has extra lives, I'm almost wondering if they're going to be sneaky and make it that Juliana, if she kills her target over and over, can just keep refilling her reprise. Hmm. Could be. And does she, so does she like work for the company or I'm like you, I haven't, like, I don't, I've stayed away from information and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to like, I rather go in blind and just experience it. Yeah. uh, As opposed to like going in with all those expectations and like knowing, uh, I don't know, this game is crazy and I've been super pumped to play it. I, I am so excited that it's coming out next month and, or not next month, a couple months from now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Near my birthday, it's, yeah. I mean, I yeah, can I'm excited. The paragraph real quick. Um, the dynamic between Colt and Juliana is fascinating. One character is trying to break the time loop, which is Colt, uh, while the other is trying to preserve it. Along the way, they get to know each other, laughing at each other's jokes, sharing experiences, and blasting each other with bullets before the loop begins anew the next day. These interactions occur over the course of the narrative. As Colt tries to figure out the best way to assassinate eight targets in a single day, while Juliana herself tries to ambush him when he least expects it. The unpredictability is ratcheted up thanks to Juliana being controlled by another player who invades your game, excuse me, in hopes of, oh my God, in hopes of stopping Colt's progress through the story. Um, It doesn't say who she necessarily works for. I don't know if that's given away in any of the trailers. I feel like you get a little bit of like the sass between them, but not necessarily like her storyline itself. Now, I don't know if they're keeping that secret. Again, I'm trying not to spoil too much stuff for myself. Like Smitty said, he's also on that same wavelength. I don't know. I can't answer that question. I can Google it real quick while while we discuss further if you'd like. Yeah, well, no, 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 and and that's fine. Um, I'm just trying to trying to understand it a little better because I, I'm trying to also figure out what type of game. Like, I, I assume there's going to be a story oh, and yeah. stuff as well, right? Oh, so, yeah. and how that like like those. This is a very ambitious game. I feel um, just in and how like I don't know what to expect. I guess, and I yeah. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. And that's kind of 70s retro-ish, like, through the commercials, you know what I mean? And, like, how their color story is. I would assume that they're both assassins, and I don't know why she doesn't want the time loop to end. Maybe it has Mm -hmm. to do something with, like, a family member and a loss is kind of what my thoughts were. Right, yeah. Putting that out is just a guess. I don't know. Um, but Colt is like, I got to do my job because maybe he has a loss if he doesn't do the time, like, end the time loop. But even if, like, let's say Juliana, again, like, you know, cat and mouse, they never see each other on the map through one game. If you don't kill all eight targets, you start over. 
right? So mm-hmm. even if no one gets murked, the time loop starts over. If if you only got seven of your eight targets, you still start over anyways. So I think there's going to be a lot of storyline. Bethesda's pretty cool about, you know, which I keep, like, every time I say this is a Bethesda game, I'm like, really? I know. Yeah. Really? Don't do me dirty, y'all. Please don't do me dirty. Please don't do me dirty. Um, but I'm really excited. And I I think maybe like they work for two different agencies or maybe they even work for the same agency and one person's gone rogue. You never know. And I think the storyline is what if, – if I know the storyline, I know I'm not going to end up playing it. So I'm trying to keep myself out of it. I would rather sit here and speculate. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I did with WandaVision. <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me sit here and marinate, essentially, is how I feel. But I thought it was just so cool. And I I'm so excited. I'm excited. Oh man. Yeah, this game seems like very fun. Especially like this whole uh like snitch system that they have where if, mm-hmm. like one of the N- NPCs seeks cult and Juliana sees where he he is. I think that's gonna make like playing juliana even with like the less lives like even out in funness you know exactly well and like you know at first i was like snitches how dare you but then as (laughs) as i read it was like well she only gets you know essentially two lives and it's like okay so you know she does need a little bit of like a step up in some areas but Mm -hmm. it's like where it starts to even them out like colt will still get that advantage because obviously he still has eight targets to take care of plus her on his butt the whole time you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like this is gonna be a super intense game plus you have security guards i don't know how many npcs on top of your eight targets are gonna go after you you know what i mean and so you're gonna have to really learn as as a as the character, how these map layouts are, how to escape when she locks you in and how to avoid her at all costs. So I think that's, what's really, I love the cat and mouse theory um, of this game and how that seems to work. Cause they made that clear from the get go with their first commercial. Right. It was like, you knock it off. I want to <laughs> play. It's like Tom and Jerry on steroids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's my jam. So I'm stoked, but yeah, that's, that's uh Oh, I can't wait. Oh, Smitty, love I would it. I would love you and I going back and forth playing Colt and Julian. Oh, absolutely. Fun. <laughs> absolutely. It's going down. It is definitely going down. Thursday nights might change, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't All don't right. forget too, I'm gonna have Outriders going as well. Cause oh. I'm gonna go hard in the paint on oh, Outriders yeah. as well. Yeah. I pre uh, pre ordered <sighs> that and um I'm yeah i'm enjoying it seven days a week oh, uh, yeah, oh right. i wish i, I don't have time <laughs> in my day i know that's what i was saying it's like there's not enough time for all the games and to be able to it's like come on now speaking speaking of games uh my topic yeah. is yeah. we we gotta we, yeah we got to uh it it happened and we kind of saw this coming i feel like and i i don't think this is going to be the last uh that we see of this but gotham knights has officially um been delayed to 2022 uh it was originally slated to come out this year and like i was saying i i, I had um we had talked about it with uh stephen o young he's he's um 
voicing uh, uh, Red Hood. And he was talking about, you know, because he, he plays the game or is a gamer and stuff like that as well. And, you know, he's like, yeah, the mechanics Sonic are, are awesome. They basically they basically said they want to make an award winning game with this game. So I, I think, you know, the big thing about this, too, is the fact that I think with Cyberpunk, this really showed a lot of companies that they need to take a step back. They need to, to, you know, they're they're coming out and they're saying, look, we need more time on this. I'm not sure exactly, um, you know, what it is that they're that they're going back and doing. Um, we thought one thing that was weird about it right now that the fact that it is co-op, but it's only two player co-op. But you got four characters. So like yeah. that to me doesn't make a lot of sense in itself. It's like, why would it not be for, you know, four player co-op? Um, I know that there are people are talking about, uh, you know, how's Batman uh, with, you know, a co-op game with no Batman and, and this and that. So you have Batgirl, Red Hood, Nightwing and Robin uh essentially uh, who are the characters on oh, this wait, I'm bad girl of a different game just kidding i was like where's gwenpool and i was like <laughs> <laughs> i just had a yeah. stroke Don't wrong, company. wrong company <laughs> My bad. i am you, you know i am sad that this is happening but at the same time, I'm glad that they that they are taking a step back. They've done it, you know, well in advance. Like, look, we're not going to put out any crap. We want this game to be what we envisioned, and you know, for them to be able to take, especially in this climate and right now, you know, and and what's going on in the world is, uh, you know, I don't know what kind of difficulties they're having on a production side. For a video game, I don't know that world, but I can't imagine that it's just oh, what do you you know? What I mean, this or that. They've had impacts as well, so I'm assuming that you know instead of them trying to rush, put this game out, and then it ends up flopping like we've seen uh, so many others. Again, the big latest one has been uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, you know that that hurt the brand, that hurt the publishers, just their you know reputation with what they're producing, what they put out. And again, there's other details that went behind that too and, and decisions that were made, not just, you know, you can't just focus, it's their fault, this or that, but to see them take this step back and and make sure that, that uh, you know, give it, we're going to give ourselves enough time to fully flesh this out and get something out there, we're going to say 2022. Um, I know people are salty about it, but it's like, I'm okay with that. I, I actually want to see more companies doing and making these steps instead of putting out crap. Yeah, they've been making a lot of announcements like lately saying that 2021 is the year where we're going to really feel the aftermath of like the pandemic pandemics mm -hmm. and the delays and things of that nature and this is just like one example um just like the workings behind it and how you have to plan like everything that was going to come out in 2020 and like did come out in 2020 was already at like the end of their development cycle because right. they have to make their goals like months in advance before the game is released. And so that's how those games were able to get released. Or even if they got delayed, they got delayed a little bit, a couple of months before they got their, their release for these later ones that are going to be happening this year. They're they They were in like the middle or in some cases in the beginning of their development. 
mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. 2020. And so that's why these are going to get these these types of delays. Ooh. I haven't seen a commercial for this at all. This look, it's dope. It looks it, super dope. It looks really neat. Uh, and Batgirl doesn't look stupid, uh, which makes me happy. Because uh, in the comic books, like she was, she was a badass, and it was really frustrating because there's been she's been portrayed in a few different uh, areas of media, and a lot of the times they they make her seem almost like she's gets herself in a situation where she's like the damsel in distress, and it's like no she's not and that's what always frustrated me and as a kid uh you know i watched batman the animated series that's where i got Mm -hmm. my original harley voice from Mm -hmm. because i do four different versions of harley but my favorite is from that which was in the 90s um i I I want I want games to be better and it's so frustrating because we've seen so many games we've had such expectations for them and again I'm one of those people it's like if I don't have expectations for it and then I see it maybe I won't be as disappointed but you know what at the end of the day I am starting to get disappointed and I think we're being vocal enough as the consumers to really put like tell these companies like look we're not going to start we're not going to buy your stuff anymore if this is what you're giving us right yeah you know however we've also had that same turnaround where we've had part two of uh whatchamacallit come out and before it was even out there were reviews giving it like one to zero stars because you know um of a controversy which these people didn't play it they don't know the circumstances of why it happened and how it happened and it wasn't the way that they explained it and so you know i'm i'm always in this like limbo of yes thank you for being honest with us but be honest with us and then give us a good game right like yeah don't mm-hmm. like cyberpunk was like we're being honest with you we need x y and z to do more and blah 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 great and then they release it and it's like he can't keep his penis in his pants what is happening you know <laughs> and it's like these little things it's like come on people like thank god i'm an 18 and up channel and i wasn't streaming it but there were people that were streaming it and it's like did you see that his his wee wee just comes out of his pants for what no re- what like that is such a silly glitch that you had in your game someone had to have seen it and just been like yeah that's funny let's keep it do you know what I mean I just it's so frustrating that it's come to this point that like we have to be so vocal about how bad these games are I mean Sony giving people money back is absolutely unheard of absolutely Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. for them to pull the game in general i was shocked you know so i loved arkham which one was the last one arkham um night i played it on my buddy's xbox i hate xbox controllers i can never that my hands just don't fit that um yeah but i loved it i loved all of the mechanics i loved all of his like machinery that you got to play with. Oh my God. Like just the car and the bike and everything was so much fun. Um, and I enjoyed it. I didn't even get to play much of it. I I probably played like two or three hours of it and I absolutely enjoyed it. So this was something I was hoping I had heard rumors of. I hadn't seen anything. Just give us a good game, please. I would love to play this. I would absolutely love to play this. I'm a Marvel person through and through. 
But when it came to DC Comics, you know, I uh, I did love I did love me some Batman. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely one of the classics, and and you know, like you're like you're saying too, this is. And I think they have to. They're they're being forced because I mean, Cyberpunk should have made a decision uh, not to even mess with that the last gen. They should have just stuck with PC and and the next gen. Focus on that. I think they spread themselves too thin, yeah. and they put out a product clearly that was not ready to be. I mean, them getting taken off PlayStation stores absolutely unheard of. This is the triple A game of the year, essentially. <laughs> getting pulled from PlayStation yeah. Store because it's so bad. It's yeah. unplayable. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. The debacle that they're going through. So, again, I think we see more companies doing this, and hopefully they do it, because I think there's a few other games that we have that are in danger. You're supposed to be having um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West uh, come out. At the same time, you're supposed to also have, um, uh, what was it, God of War, God Ragnarok? War. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that comes out till next year. As a matter of fact, I think uh even I mean, I, I feel like of all the games, Horizon Dawn, I feel like can come out, maybe have like a fall release or a Christmas release, but it doesn't even make sense to have, you know what I mean, even if you come out later with it, to then step on the toes of it with God of War. Uh I think it makes more sense to push that into twenty twenty two finish up clean polish that again we haven't really gotten much news since we saw the ragnarok yeah so you know i don't know where they are uh, development wise with that game i wouldn't be surprised if we see that i think there's gonna be a lot more game we saw returnal get pushed back uh as well because i'm ready for these actual ps5 games you know for Mm -hmm. the most part if you have a ps5 you're playing um PS4 games on the PS5. So I feel like we haven't really gotten any meaty, meaty PS5 games. That's what yes. I'm ready for. I want to see what it could really do. Right. No, mm-hmm. I, I absolutely agree. I don't think like you guys have really gotten any PS5 games. And like the one that I know Dust was like so excited for, they didn't even give a release date. I think at this point, like give people maybe a general direction of like what year. Don't give dates anymore. Don't give dates anymore. Stop giving dates. And if you can't even think of like, okay, you know, obviously people are at home having to work on these things. Don't even say anything. Just, hey, this is Mm -hmm. what we're coming out with. Here's the trailer. Uh, We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Yada, yada, yada. And just leave it at that. Don't, you know, and every time, you know, you have a new development, you have a new trailer. Cool. Push that out to the media. Get people wanting it. And I mean, even the mystery of not knowing when it's coming out could, you know, further the hype in and of itself. That that in itself is like a great marketing tool. You know what I mean? You are just a busy bee, aren't you? Um, <laughs> back and forth. Back. Are you narking on me? Sneaky stitches, woman. <laughs> Um, you know, and I think like, you know, Nightmare said every game feels rushed lately. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Everything's Mm -hmm. being rushed. And it's like, you know, I get it. We're in the pandemic. People are having to work from home. It's really hard. And especially with animation and CGI and all that, it's kind of hard to, you know, if you've ever seen, um, Disney did like a behind the scenes of how they made Frozen very interesting Mm -hmm. and like 
an animator worked on literally a 20 second sequence right of elsa running down and up this hill and sliding to a stop and then a whoosh right it took mm-hmm. her six months every week she would show her progress and it would further and further and further and further six months for that animation okay now take that and put that into a video game right and you're not able to just sit there and get critiques from six different bosses of different departments you're literally sending it to one person and then they're giving you a note sending it back but who's playing these games who's playing these like pre-betas right before you even give it to the public because i feel like they're not being played through enough to find all of the glitches and i think a, the main issue yeah i think a lot of it is that like we're there they like the people with the money have an idea of when things should be done mm-hmm. and in software development that's just not how it works. Like you oh, give man. an estimate and then you, you, you try to do that, but then things pop up, new technology happens, right. like pandemic, like every, everything can cause like that delay. And so mm-hmm. like, you have to rush and like create like new solutions. And that's what causes this crunch time. That's yeah. one, of the, mm-hmm. like going back to cyberpunk, that was one of their biggest thing is, is that like the, the people were complaining that, that they were getting mad crunches. They were doing 80 hour weeks and like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. no. But like the people with the money are like, Hey, you promised us this time. We want our product. We want our money. Not caring about like, Hey, there's gonna be bugs that we're doing this for like different systems, so we have to test every system, make sure everything works right. in every system, and like without giving that proper time and and like knowing exactly how that works, like you're just setting yourself up for failure and crunch time. Oh, absolutely. And Zakura the Tall said it great. Uh, you know, the problem is investors and stockholders pressuring these devs. Well, and what's funny is like you pressure you're pressuring these developers to do that, and then they throw out a game like Cyberpunk, and guess what? All that money that they were hoping to get back in in return, and then some, where did that go? Oh no, your game got pulled. So maybe you shouldn't do it. You know what I mean? And and, and I get it. Like these these people are putting money and investing time. It's gonna happen. Obviously, these big developers for like Cyberpunk and Arkham, these aren't just some indie developer that is a no name that hasn't created anything. These are people that have done this job for many, many years and are hiring people who are absolutely capable of getting the job done. You know, I think people need to sit down slow down and realize you know it's not the end of the world if you have to hold off another six months to get the game to be perfect because making it for playstation 4 and then trying to push it to playstation 5 it doesn't work like that it you're literally making a new game essentially and so Mm -hmm. they're not making one they're making four to five different versions of it essentially to then push out to these places and then you need people to test that and the developers can of course they're going to test what they've created as they're creating it but that's a micro scale when you put those pieces together like a puzzle how does it work together right and i think that's that's the bigger picture 
I am not. I have so many games. Y'all can calm down, developers. I mean, zoom me in here. Right. Y'all can calm down. <laughs> I don't have time, and I can't clone myself. Dang it. Give me a minute. I have so many things to do. I need laundry. Actually, I finished laundry. But I, you know, come on. I have to adult sometimes. Unfortunately, I have to leave this chair. But I I don't mind if you take your time. Honestly, I would rather you take your time. I have 50 other games I have to worry about right now. plus Plus content creation. Take your time. Take your time. Does someone need a game? I'll give you my password and then just change it later. You can download a few games and play them. Go for it. <laughs> See, my, and, and you know, I, I think the biggest thing to, to what you guys are saying is the fact that, you know, I think they if they had the liberty of doing that from the investors or the stockholders or whatever, they would have rather done that. Again, this seems like they were basically like not left with much of a choice. Look, you're rolling this game out, whether it is or not. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and clearly the money people now, now that we see the backlash from it, is that like, oh, wait, maybe we should give more time, not rush it just because of this deadline that we had set. Or they've got to look to, you know, make adjustments and whatnot. The 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 really unfortunate thing about this is that the development, the developers and those studios and publishers are the ones that take that hit to their reputation. Absolutely. They don't know Sally Joe, you know, in the boardroom who is sitting there saying, no, this is how it's going to be. I don't care about, you know what I mean? I don't even, you know, have an understanding of the gaming community. I get, I invested this amount of money. I'd like my return investment now, please. Um, you know, that it, it, that's got to be a very tough position and it sucks to see some of these um uh some of these companies get drug because we don't understand, you know, just as a from a consumer level, we don't we're not there in those with those Four conversations yeah. and seeing that. Yeah, but people are hella quick to be like, "Oh, f f them or that." Although I do feel that way about Bethesda. Um I do cuz <laughs> I feel like they treat their community terribly. They do. Uh just with what they've done and how how dirty I feel. Oh, uh, but that's just a pride. Again, but I'm all about that death loop, baby. Um, but I love you, kind I of. Cyber, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I think pharmacy, I think cyberbank. Good. That's all, folks. Uh, my brain just died. Uh, no, I think cyberpunk. Oh, my God. Cyberpunk can make a comeback. I absolutely do. Um, I don't think it's... I I think it is a No Man's Sky type of scenario where it's going to be... I don't don't think that they want their name drugged through the mud. I think they will come back from it. Um, You know, and, and it sucks. I think also as an investor, I think you should know what kind of market you're going into in the first place and understand what it's like. And also, we're in a time... Where like, yeah, vaccinations are going out and great. Maybe COVID's going to be close to coming to an end. I know I'm not even close to being on the list to get vaccinated yet, unfortunately. Um, it's crazy. So my butt still has to wear two masks out every... I, I offered to, to be, you know, a guinea pig and my best friend told me she'd murder me, so I can't. Um, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I'm pre-existing and I had COVID and there's no studies done on what that could do to me. So... Uh, you know, it's it's like we all see the light at the end of the tunnel and everyone's racing to get to it. And it's like if we all just slowed down and these companies who are investing money would just stop 
realize how this market works, realize how the gaming community works and what it entails and actually be a part of it. Cause it's, you know, even then, like when you invest your money, I wouldn't say get emotionally invested. Cause that's like number one in business. Don't do that. But at least understand your market, do your research, have somebody who's, you know, maybe in the gaming industry themselves help to teach you and understand that because obviously you have money to invest. You can have mm-hmm. a board meeting with Ninja and he can come in and tell you, you know, from his perspective, what it's like, etc. cetera. Uh, you know, and I think slowing down is not a bad thing. We're not going to disappear tomorrow. Thanos isn't going to snap us out of existence. Chill out. We've got a lot to play right now. I mean, if you've game pass everything from Bethesda's being released, you can go through the whole Halo series again. You can go through, you know, all these games and just, you know, have fun. Like get some family time. Maybe sip away from the games for a minute. I know that's not what our discussions are about, but you know, play a tabletop game. Maybe, maybe T Dot will let you borrow one of his. Um, yeah, a ton. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, you know, you lose respect for these companies who are rushing these games out, and it's only further pushing indie developers up into the spotlight because now we're looking to them going, wait a minute. So you just made an 8 bit horror game, gave it out for a dollar, and it is primo? Heck yeah. Mm. I mean, I've talked about Faith, I don't know how many times, and now they're on Steam finally. They finally got picked up, but they're working for themselves. They don't want to work for another company because they don't want to be pushed to do these things that isn't in their wheelhouse. You know what I mean? They started a Mm -hmm. series. They want to finish it. uh, And I can't wait for the Holy Trinity to come out, you know? And I'm patiently waiting. I check Steam every freaking week because they never gave a date. They never gave a date. And you know what? That's what I appreciate about them. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, over, it's quality over quantity. Like Absolutely. You, like, wait until it's done. And so you can maximize that profit. Otherwise, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. And no one's getting the money back on that one. You know? No. Not yep. at all. I agree. Well, boys, let's see. Um, T... Uh, T dot, what are you up to this week, my friend? Are uh, you what you doing? You know what? Maybe I am. Oh, Maybe man. I'll stream tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe I'll stream some Final Fantasy fourteen and us Ooh. going through some old raids, getting oh. destroyed by Bahamut. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what about you, Smitty? What are you up to? I know you. Smitty is one of the hardest working men that I know. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> Dust is coming close second. He isn't walking away from that computer in like seven days. I'm like, hello, can I have some time? But what are you up to, Smitty? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I think I'll continue my my playthrough of uh, Metal Gear. I know I need to go back and and work on the Halo series as well. And then I'm actually hoping to, my week is, I've got some shoots and stuff like that, but hopefully it's a little more calm, a little more chill. I get, I don't have any big projects uh, starting till the end of April, so, or at least right now anyway. So yeah, I'm just looking to get back into a little bit of a normal, normalcy and try to see, uh, you know, always on that Destiny 2 grind. I've been grinding that out. Holla at your boy if you guys uh, play Destiny 2. <laughs> come on in, Mike. Come yeah. on in. Oh, you played. Yeah, what about yourself, Lex? 
I do, uh, I do. You know, I'm hoping that I beat Made of Skr. I'm I you know, I thought I was gonna beat it last week and then I didn't. Um I'm hoping to beat Made of Skr this week, hoping to get over this cold. If this fever would just go away, I would be a happy little camper. Um because girl, I need to go grocery shopping. Um <laughs> yeah, catch up on just, you know, house things, mopping, sweeping, uh, you know, spoopy games Monday through Wednesday. Uh, of course, Thursday, we have our community night where we play Among Us, uh, but not the regular Among Us because, you know, I have a superpower. Did you know that, T-Dot? I have a superpower. What's your superpower? I piss grown men off when I beat them at Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> and then they turn to Twitter and they're not nice. So uh, we play hide and go seek. So if you would Crazy. like to join us, you're more than welcome to. But uh, guys, it is fun. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for the CFG game cast. We really appreciate you. Uh, we can't thank you enough for being here for the live broadcast and watching or listening rather uh, on Mondays when it comes out to all the podcast services. So I would like to thank Smitty T dot for joining us and filling in. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, and uh, again, please leave us a like a comment, uh, what have you. Uh, and uh, we'll get back to that rigmarole next week when we see you on Saturday. Y'all have a great evening. Peace.